Hello, friends. I wanted to talk about disconnecting and this idea of having a periodic digital cleanse. And to explain why I'm such a strong advocate for this, I think the backstory is I consider myself as someone who is very easily influenced by the environment. And to put this nicely, you could say that I'm an agreeable person, but to put it more realistically, I think that I just have a lot of self-doubt. If I have an opinion, someone would say something and I immediately think that I'm wrong. And I've always been like this. It's just my natural propensity. And so growing up, I was very aware of this. And in order to preserve my decision-making capacity and self-esteem to a very large extent, I've always tried to maintain digital boundaries, especially during crucial moments of my life when I needed to focus single-mindedly on something. Uh, this has helped me very far. Most recently, this was something that I did during my 21-day quarantine from the UK, um, which has arguably kept me sane through the process. So what I'm about to talk about may not apply to you if you're not as easily influenced as I am and maybe you have no need for this. This summer, after the quarantine, I basically relaxed all my digital boundaries. I thought that I was on holiday. Um, yeah, you can relax for a while. But contrary to what I intended to do, I felt more anxious and more stressed during this period of time than I ever had. And at the start of last month, it got to a point where I was just very stressed and anxious. And it could be a product of many factors. Maybe I was stretching myself too thin with work, with friends, with my commitments and so on. But whatever it is, I thought that doing a little digital cleanse would help. So it's the start of November and it's been close to two months since I've been doing this. And I wanted to talk about it, both the pros and the cons. What I did specifically during this period, the biggest thing is keeping my phone off until I absolutely need to use this. And the second thing would be to limit my presence on social media. So I've always had a time limit for Instagram, but I decreased it to three minutes, after which your app automatically locks you out. And three minutes is nothing, right? It's basically like you're allowed to go on it, but you're really not allowed to. Let's start with the cons, right? Because I really think that there are disadvantages to doing this. The first thing is you miss out on communication with your friends who are at arm's length or really they're just acquaintances. As I was talking to a friend yesterday, sending memes is really a contemporary love language. And that is how you sometimes maintain your friendships with your friends, even though you don't have anything imminent to talk about. And... I guess by replying to Instagram stories, sometimes you have a chat, sometimes that leads to coffee, and when you don't have a presence on social media, you lose out on these things. And the second disadvantage would be missing out on sources of entertainment, just full of hamsters and clips of swimming and tennis players. And I really miss looking at that after dinner when I have absolutely nothing to do and I'm just lying on the couch. Thirdly, and perhaps most importantly, you do miss out on urgent events, especially if you keep your phone off. 
until 4 or 5 p.m. daily. My friends joke that even if the house burned down, they won't be able to reach me. And I would admit that this is a very real concern. But thankfully, um, I'm two months in and nothing has happened. But it is something that I'm working to adjust later on. It's kind of like when you embark on a very strict diet or training regimen, um, you start off being very strict with your timing. But once the discipline has been built up, then you can work towards maintaining a balance and also to relax your rules a little bit more. So far, it sounds like an awful experience. The advantages significantly outweigh all the disadvantages and nothing that I've spoken of thus far cannot be remedied without a constant presence on Instagram. It just feels so good. It feels so restful after a while, waking up in the morning not needing to care about anything but the work in front of you or your breakfast or your cup of coffee. Don't get me wrong, this was not the case at the start. Like I was constantly agitated, I felt like I had nothing to do, I didn't know what to do with my time because suddenly I had so much more time and it took a while to adjust to this. It was terrible at the start. Uh, but like all hard things, once you pass that point, it clicks and suddenly it works and everything just works and everything just feels so much better. It helped me stay grounded. With that extra time that is being accumulated, I realized how much more time available I have on my hands to do other things. So I started this podcast, never thought I would do this, but somehow when you're just so bored out of your mind, you think you want to do something and that is when you start discovering your interests, your hobbies, your passions, by just giving yourself the space and time to think and pushing through the initial discomfort. And secondly, related to this is the effect that it has your concentration. Since college, I've always had a timer when it comes to my work and I would time myself. And I could see that since I started this sort of digital cleanse, each of my study periods have gotten increasingly longer. So for example, I used to only be able to concentrate for 35 minutes before my mind starts to drift. But now I think I can push myself more and I can go up to 15, 55. And obviously everyone is different, but it has done wonders for my concentration. And I don't want to lose that because as a knowledge worker, I think that our cognitive abilities are our most valuable asset and it's the only thing that we can continue to build up in order to maintain our competitiveness and our value. And thirdly, we can talk about our friends and our connections, right? Because I feel like our interactions or the interactions I've had since are just much more meaningful and interesting. When you meet someone for lunch, you can have a genuine interest to learn about what they're up to and not be influenced by how I vaguely know what you got up to last weekend, but I don't really, I don't know who you're with. And I think having that fresh state of mind going into like a lunch or coffee with a friend um, makes experience so much more enjoyable. But then again, this is highly subjective. Maybe take it with a grain of salt. And so the question is, moving forward, what am I going to do? I would concede that digital minimalism is not without its disadvantages, but I guess with all things, it's about striking a balance. And to address the initial point about 
not being able to maintain our connections at arm's length, I think the question is, do we really need to maintain them over social media? Isn't it more personable and warm to send a text to them directly, schedule a FaceTime call? It probably takes the same amount of time. It achieves so much more in terms of maintaining a relationship. I'm saying all of this, but at the end of the day, I grew up with Instagram. It's an important part of my life, and I'm continuously just learning how to strike a balance. And I will probably go back to increasing my time limit when I feel more grounded and rested. The point I'm trying to make is just that if you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed at the moment, there is no guilt in stepping back for a while. The people who will miss you will reach out to you nonetheless. We're not getting rid of internet connections completely. And the people who really matter to you will stay in your life nonetheless. Perhaps it's something that we can think about periodically when we feel like we need it to just take care of yourself.